0: I'm Tiffany Josephs. Welcome to Magic Carpet Life, the podcast. I believe this is the most auspicious time on the planet to create a vibrant, soul-satisfying lifestyle, and I'm here to be your guide. Each week, we'll chat about inner life, personal style, creating work that lights you up, and all other ways to bring magic into your everyday life. Your life from the magic carpet starts now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Magic Carpet Life, your weekly wonder trip into the infinite discovery of who you are. I'm your host and guide, Tiffany Josephs, and I am here to romance the world to a higher love. Why are you here? Have you thought about it? Have you written it down? Have you shouted it from the rooftops? Well, this is your time. The world has never been more ready to receive your unique magic. And you can think of me as your cosmic cheerleader on your path to discovering just how true that is. So thank you so much for tuning in, and let's get started. Hi, Nick.
1: Hi, how are you doing? Guys, Hmm.
0: I am so happy because today I have my first bright dude on the carpet, on the couch, with me, Mr. Nick (laughs) Hemmert. I said before we pressed play that I was I didn't want to mess up his name. Hemmert. Hemmert. Okay, Nick Hemmert is an advocate for possibility. Mm-hmm. This is really beautiful language, mm-hmm. by the way. So let me just make sure that you are all catching this, these words, the the words behind the man. Nick Hemmert is an advocate for possibility, a giver to good things, and a curator of all things awesome. The Center for Awesomeness, Chief Strategist, and Co-Founder has a keen ability to navigate between disparate worlds and dive deeply into complex business and technology opportunities while connecting people to solutions that are profitable on budget and on time. I love that. He is a multi dimensional entrepreneur, technologist, licensed spiritual practitioner, Tony Robbins Master University graduate. Yes, he's walked on fire several times, and an appreciative inquiry facilitator. Mm. Totally exciting. Must talk about that. Mm-hmm. Nick is passionate about fostering the deep connection between the head and the heart through the power of questions and the challenge of action. Mm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We're done Good. here. <laughs> Have a great
1: day. Hope that worked out for you.
0: Nick, thank you for being here and thank you Super for Super excited. Super
1: excited to be here. Excited to chat.
0: I met you about a year ago. Mm-hmm. I think it was September later, a yeah. year ago. Yeah. And it was Denver Startup Week and a mutual um, friend of ours was having a book launch. Mm-hmm. And I saw you standing there, and the first thing I saw was your red heart. And I said, okay, this is, this is fascinating. Let me just see what this is all about. And you were, you were um, t- tell me, tell everybody here what you were doing that evening.
1: Um, so at that evening, I was a sponsor of her book launch. Okay, And so uh, I was supporting her ability to bring out the idea of uh, mental health and creating impact within, within entrepreneurship. Mm. And so one of the practices that I have um, is, uh, is, uh, with our, is our cards. So we have these things called high-five cards. We also have cards that are called the awesomeness cards. Okay. And it is, it's a practice. Uh, it's a practice of being able to acknowledge other people, uh, give them a high-five, or just tell them how awesome they are. Um, and at that point, that that night, I was basically providing, uh, we provided a handful of those cards to everybody that was in attendance and challenged them to write a message um, of why they wanted to give a high five to another person that was there. Um, and, uh, and, and it was great to watch that kind of unfold, to have that be the beginning of the, the evening or to have it operate throughout the evening, this idea of how we can you know, appreciate people we may or may not have never met. Um, Maybe that we've, you know, come in contact with before and just reconnecting with or meeting for the first time. It was a really cool experience to kind of watch um, that that kind of unfold.
0: Yeah, the room was buzzing. Mm -hmm. It was filled with, you know, it was Startup Week energy. Denver Startup Week, for those of you that don't live in Denver, maybe you have your own Startup Weeks. It's live. It's happening. There is so much electricity in the air. And there you were facilitating this beautiful experience for gratitude and, um, and for magic. And this is what you do. So it's, it's an aspect of what you do. Um, Tell us all about the Center for Awesomeness. And maybe what inspired this? This is the container that yeah. Nick gets to play in and your wife, who's a co-founder. Yeah, is that correct, right?
1: Correct. Yeah. Her and I do a variety of different experiences. And so whether that's a workshop, whether that's a card, uh, whether that's a conversation, um, we wanted to find ways to bring about um, what I call prompts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when we're, when we're in the process of wanting something in our lives or wanting this idea of, you know, what people might consider awesomeness, um, how is it that we're going to get there? like what's what is what are we doing to cultivate that within our world? Um, what actions are we taking? what creative um, things are we doing? Uh, and I think most people can kind of lose track in the business busyness business of mm. of doing um, in our in our life right mm-hmm. now, especially with all the things that are always happening all the time. It feels like we 're always going yes. uh, i 'm a parent of two kids. Uh, my wife works uh, in addition to to what um, to what we do together in this uh, entity and in this magic place of the center of awesomeness and so what what is it about creating that for ourselves where's the intentionality there and so being able to create these kind of experiences um you know through our cards through our stickers through this heart on my on my chest today mm-hmm. um through uh through an experience we'll have called the ascent uh this summer where we'll take a group of people up a 14er Okay. Um, uh, and then we'll also have a challenge with that as well um, that'll get people to think about this concept of, of the whole life what is it about you uh, that, mm-hmm. what is about that wholeness of you um, that brings about that that idea of awesomeness because um, awesomeness isn't really just the idea of this everything's great everything's cool yeah. everything's unicorns and butterflies yes um, it's an idea of how do we roll with the op- the direct opposite of that and what prompts us to get back into this place of of the good, of the awe. You know, yes. awe is about finding reverence um, mixed with the feelings of of both good wonder and also fear and challenge. And so that idea uh-huh. of awe, you know, which I think we'll talk more about later, um, is uh, is really what this container, this center for awesomeness is about. It's how do we spark that? How do we create that? Um, how do we make it something that we regularly I love uh, can participate
0: that. in? So you're really holding both sides.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You talk about, you know, the wonderment and the the sense of awe that we have that's really expansive, mm-hmm. right? Where you're mm-hmm. like, oh, yes. And then the other side, which is mm-hmm. the compression, the gotta go through the eye of the needle. And you say here, the challenge of action. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love that. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: It's visceral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and 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 the more and more way that, that I chat with people about this idea of awesomeness, um, this idea of it's both and, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just this. It's not just the Lego Movie. Everything is awesome. It's you know, it it is also the fact that I did potty training this weekend. Yes, congratulations, high five. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Um, That you know that we that's all of that, right? You know, um, and and as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as as humans, we that is the part of the overall experience. And so, um, so what is it that we're we're uh, we're doing in those in that in that in that um, in that experience to make it a little bit a little bit more. Maybe joyful, appreciative, mm-hmm. generative, fun. You know, that yes.
0: Kind of... So you you talked about your red heart. Mm-hmm. For everybody listening that are not um, able to see, when I first met uh, Nick that evening, he had that red. This he has this beautiful red felt heart, which, by the way, is like perfect. It's a perfect heart. Did you cut that yourself? I
1: did cut it myself.
0: I am impressed by the symmetry. (laughs) Great job, bravo. Um, Tell us the story, this beautiful story of what the heart is about.
1: Absolutely. So my grandmother had a saying, put a smile on your face and a song in your heart. Mm. And as a, and as part of our experience, when I say our, my, my fellow cousins and myself, um, that phrase was given to us on all of our birthday cards, all of our Christmas gifts, all of our experiences so she was uh, consistent. Her. This was a consistent message um, that she had provided to us, and so um, she passed away in uh, in, in December of two thousand and sixteen uh, after a long battle with alzheimer 's and dementia mm-hmm. and so the, um, the it was very hard those four years to kind of to to know the person that I knew. And to know the person that we knew, kind of to dwindle away from us and yeah. to not be there. But in all reality, she was, she was there because she had planted that seed within us our entire life. Whether it be through this, this message, through the, through the many other intentional things that she provided for us as, as, as her grandchildren. Um, and so for mm. me, as a way to kind of spread that message into the world and to bring that into um, this, this ultra busyness, you know, as a prompt mm. for myself. As a, as a way for me to remember every day that the that the more important things that I want to do is bring about that joy that smile um and that song that that I get to live. And so I appreciate you asking, you know, about it and appreciate you noticing it before um but that's kind of the background of it.
0: Well, I'm sure you have like 100 people a day asking you what's the yeah. red heart for.
1: Yeah. Yeah, last year um just had uh, un- just a little over 300 people ask me.
0: How did you um, count?
1: I just kept track, you know, just kind of a little notch, you know. Um, to, to know like you know who's asking, who's not. But, and it's not important about the number. Of course. It's more important about the fact that it actually was a practice. It was something that actually you know had... Um, we talk about this thing called impact, right? Like, yeah, what, does that what even, is that? What does that even mean, <laughs> right? You know, it's so conceptual, like, like, yeah. What is the, like, you know, and so to me, it's in the micro things. It's in the smaller things mm-hmm. that I can begin to measure that impact. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to measure the the ability for me to share that story. Not only was it a gift for myself, to share that and be, um, many traditions for their, for their grieving process, they actually wear a ribbon or they wear something, um, as a way to, for people to know that they're experiencing that. Mm -hmm. Um, and and in some traditions, they don't want you to actually ask about it. But in this case, I actually wanted people to ask about it, but I didn't forcefully come up to you and say, ask me about my heart. Sure. No, I mean, there, but those people were intrigued enough to begin to ask. And then that gives me an opportunity to, to tell that little micro, um, that micro impact, that little small impact. That I had, um, and then my not only my grandmother had on myself, but on my the people that I interact with.
0: What um, was is your grandmother's name? Helen. Helen. Mm. So did Helen have a heart? I mean, she had a heart, but did she wear it? No, like she she
1: didn't. This was um, so as she was uh, as so I'm one of eleven grandchildren. Our family is rather rather big. Um, we um, and so we um, <laughs> we live a very we had a, we, we we had a very intentional life like. Like, you don't know that that was what was going on, but my grandparents were very intentional. Our Christmas parties were epic. They were three days long. You know? <laughs> I mean, you'd come in on Friday and leave on Sunday, and you know, wow. we had all these different rituals throughout the weekend. And you had 20 some people in a house, and you would celebrate all this stuff. And it just, mm-hmm. just kind of the birth of like, and then during that, we had we had things we did every year, right? So we were always thinking about what we were going to do for Christmas, you know, whether it was... You know, the sleigh ride and singing songs, uh, singing caroling um, throughout the town that they lived in, um, to um, to having t-shirt contests, to all of these different things, right? And so every Christmas, you know, about October, we would, we would start to begin to ask ourselves, what are we going to do this year? Yeah. Right? And so a few years ago, um, my cousin, uh, Tony, wrote a song. Um, it was Put a Smile on Your Face and a Song in Your Heart. And
0: he, I was just going to yeah. ask if anybody mm-hmm. ever put yep. that in a song. Yeah.
1: And so he put it into a song. Um, this is, I won't
0: ask you to sing it, but we might have to get uh, we, Tony. We yeah,
1: yeah. Too. No, I mean he he he, <laughs> he 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 didn't sing it. We actually hired a person, that a professional oh, singer, wow, um, to and produce everything. it and to have it, and it's beautiful. And we and you know I'll tell a story about that in a second. But the um but there was th- th- that intentionality of like having like they planted that seed of having something every year to like to to celebrate us as a family, yes. right? And then um and then so the the you know the smile on your face and song in your heart kind of continued. And then when when I was asked to to speak at my grandmother's you know services. Um, we cut a heart out for everybody. We made hearts um, for everyone to have, and then we gave them to them as a as a gift um, from her to not only remember the song but also remember the phrase and so so that 's kind of where. It came from
0: Wow and then what did you do with the song so you was it a secret was it a surprise and then on Christmas you passed it out to your yeah. family
1: yeah, yeah yeah, so we so we made um, we, we had these beautiful letterpress um, uh, 8x10s made with the with the lyrics on them mm-hmm. um, we put them all in frames and um, then we had the song produced um, by an amazing musician Troy Horn uh, who's actually here in Denver um, and, um, yeah, it's, 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 it a very, very magical gift. I mean, so much so that the other day, my, my son, uh, we get in the car, go to school. We, we all, I think we all have rituals and we, we go sure. to school and, and, um, and so I said, what song do you want to listen to today, bud? And he's like, heart on my face. And I said, what song's that? He's like, you know, the heart on my face song. And I was like, did you mean smile on your face song in your heart? He's like, yeah, that yes. one. <laughs> and we hadn't listened to that in probably, I don't know, six, eight, nine months. You know, mm-hmm. and it, it took everything in me to actually be able to make it to the short drive to school, of um, and collect myself. But it's such it was it now it's become such a beautiful like remembrance um, and a prompt, you know, and for for us to to not only celebrate you know us as a family, but you know now my son sings that song, and now soon my daughter will, you know, mm-hmm. and all of my cousins and their kids, you know, will sing that song, and and so it's just a continual way for us to bring about. Um, uh, when people talk about, you know, impact and talk about values, like what does it mean to live out your values? Like, what does that actually mean? And to me, this is like that tangible kind of practical way, um, or one of the ways that we can sure. bring that about.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's beautiful that Helen had, uh, well, her legacy
1: mm-hmm.
0: one and how her legacy was able to really influence these future generations mm-hmm. within your family. Like to me, that's a real definition of a matriarch. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope, I pray, I think about this lately. I've been thinking about, because my, my kids, my son is 11 and my daughter's nine. And, you know, the, the conversation of college has started to come up from my son and the conversation of, you know, them. he wants to go live in Europe and play for Premier League. And, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, slow things down here. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to think about legacy yet. And I mean, we do these things day to day because we're Mm -hmm. present and we love. Mm -hmm. But to think like of that, like impact, what am I leaving with my children? You know, my children are going to be leaving this house. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, I'm leaving things all the time. And what am I leaving? Mm -hmm. You know, there's the big things of yes, when my kids leave the house or when, you know, I move on to this other next phase, but when I leave the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Or when I leave the wherever, you know, Mm -hmm. in public, those, this is why this, this prompt is so powerful.
1: Mm -hmm. It's the, um, I've always been fascinated with how these bigger things become, uh, you know, a a realistic, you know, um, uh, practical probably the better word pragmatic you know type of use right you know i I go to all these classes you learn all this stuff you do all these you know personal development spiritual growth types of activities and um but then you got to make it your own you know you may read all this stuff but then what is it what is it that you can embody about yourself to make it your own and then fill yourself with that with that awe with that reverence for yourself uh with that reverence for your life reverence for you know reverence for the situation and um, and then that, I think, that leads to the, be able, the ability to have that presence that you're talking about, right? And um,
0: how do you personally stay in that? Well, it's not?
1: Your... I, it's not a matter of staying. <laughs> 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 it's a matter of remembering, right? You know. And so the for me, it's like the the the, uh, the the if I'm holding myself to the standard of always being in it, that's not really the reality of life. Like right. you know, like I just shared earlier, we did. Uh, potty training this weekend right so like that's an aspect of life and so you know we have to go around and pay attention to how um is she ready you know like all that you pay yeah. atten- like and then you're like oh no and more like oh oh something else right? yeah right, right. um that 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 happened or that you know that something an accident happened somewhere but the um um, but for me, it's a, it's it's the it's a, it's becomes a remembering practice, like you know a re a, a prompt every day, you know, a daily practice that I have every day of, you know, of prayer, meditation, um, some form of good reading, you know, uplifting reading, um, and some questions, you know, that I'll ask myself pretty regularly around, um, you know, what's working, what's not working, what's for me to do, you know, like that that type of it's bringing again back that prompt practice of like yeah. you know, and then when I get into it. When we get into the to the to the to the stuff, um, you know, as a friend of mine, Andy calls it the contrast. Like, as we get into the yes, contrast, right? I love that. Word. Um, you know, the opposite of what we want, right? What's that way to bring us back? You know, to mm-hmm. um, um, to uh, to where we want to be, right?
0: Yeah, I've been working with this a lot myself because, and usually it's in retrospect. Mm-hmm. It's after I have responded or reacted in the way that I wouldn't have wanted to from a high place. Um, but what is what is, when I'm in the contrast, mm-hmm. how can I hold both sides mm-hmm. in that moment mm-hmm. and just be really full, and we call it the range. Mm-hmm. How can I be really full in the range and not give my power away? Mm-hmm. And not, um, but just be in it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to want to um, deal with some of these Opposite, you know, and that's why I think ritual, especially when you have a family, because you mm. cannot control anything. Mm. Okay, family and business, which mm. both things you do. Yep. You're a family man. You're a businessman. Mm. How have you uniquely tied those two together?
1: Uh, a lot of practice.
0: <laughs> Again, the practice and the lot, prompts and a, the meditation. A, yeah, a
1: lot, a lot of consistency, right? A lot, a lot of you know, um, of, of 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 being in that. You know, of of knowing, uh, of putting myself purposefully in those experiences. Um, so, for example, um, I do, I, I love the outdoors. I love, Colorado has these amazing things called 14ers. They're 14,000 foot peak and above um, mountains. Uh, there's 54, 55, depending upon who you, you know, what, what list you look at. Um, and I've done about 38 of them. Wow. Right? I aspire to do them all. Um, but that... It's a for me the the exercise is more about what how am I in in the shit like how mm-hmm. am I in the in in the challenge how am I when I'm literally taking steps that are like this yeah. at thirteen thousand eight hundred feet and I can't breathe like what like what does where does my body go in those situations and it's you know it's, it was through that those through that that experience of that that allowed me to kind of put myself into check a little bit, you know, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm back here at home. Right. Um, because I'm totally going to lose my, lose my cool. Um, that'll happen. Right. Yeah. Um, it, I think it's just part of the, part of the experience, especially when something doesn't meet my <laughs> the expectations that, that I have for our, for our day, for, for, a, for a business opportunity or whatever that is. Um, but that thing is the hardest thing for, for anybody is to, just to, um, is to be okay in that, in, in that constant, you know, back and forth. Um, but for me, it was about developing a practice of knowing what I'm like in the, in the good, you know, and knowing what I'm like in the bad. And feeling and feeling the and experiencing and, and navigating that contrast, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and knowing what that, you know, what not only that feels like in, within me, but also is, you know, like the words that I use, the actions that I take, um, you know. Sounds very cerebral, but there's, but there's, but there's, but but there's an, but, you know, but for me, I think that the, the practices, the meditation, the mindfulness, um, I think that that brings uh, me back to, you
0: place a lot of uh, importance on the space between the head and the heart. Mm -hmm. And you use this language in your center of awesomeness, Mm -hmm. um, practice. Yeah. Yeah. Do you teach this practice to like, who's your ideal client? Who are you show? Who's showing up at the center of awesomeness, or who are you showing up in their space? Yeah. What is that person?
1: For, for me, the, the, the work that I love to do the most is with groups of people. Okay. Um, and groups of people that have something in common that are working on something, right? Um, or maybe they're individuals coming together for a unique purpose. Right. Mm, yeah. Um, they may not have. They may not be a team working at a company, but they may be a group of individuals. You know, for example, in our event this summer, they called the ascent. You know, we'll bring a pe- group of people together that have never been together, and we'll come together as a team to to hike a, a 14er here in Colorado. So
0: intentionally, perfect strangers.
1: Yeah, totally perfect strangers. You know, uh, the our, our, I'll know who they are, but you know, they won't know each other until we start to get together as a team and develop that rapport, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then with yeah. we'll okay. organizations, you know, in in, in, in in whether they're small teams or or teams of 50 people or so, you know, being able to orchestrate a conversation, um, and create, uh, the questions that allow them to start to be able to work together a little bit better, um, maybe, or identify what it is that really brings them alive, what brings about that, that awesomeness or that awe, you know, within their work. Um, and how can they bring that, probably can they bring that about? So those, that's really the, the ideal person, the ideal people that come to us are, you know, it's very two different kind of, dynamics
0: so you really work with the magic of synergy Mm -hmm. is that yeah say that
1: yeah no I think that's definitely the the the, I think there's a power in um there's a power in having people um experience something not just by themselves Yes. and so the and that this is all through this other intentionality work like whether it was my family Christmases whether it was me working on projects for, for for corporations and companies um as a technologist you know, you, the, the the real magic starts to happen uh, when they start to figure out what it means to be a team, you know, uh, or work together as a, as a unit because you're not alone in this whole thing. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, I think that's where people begin to start to see a little bit more
0: so what are some of like the juiciest questions mm. that you would ask let's say that you will be asking mm. um spoiler alert for those that will be on mm. the ascent with you mm. but what are some of these real like heart opening mm. getting the what is that the shield getting that armor to just it takes a bit to yeah. warm people up to that to to fuse together and create that. What are some of the juicy questions that they could ask themselves mm-hmm. or each other to facilitate that space?
1: Oh, this is going to come across as very simple.
0: Oh, well, right? I love very simple. That's the yeah. best. Please yeah. make it simple. Yeah, but a,
1: reg- but a regular question of what am I grateful for? You know, okay. How, What do I appreciate? Um, you know, the, this figuring out, having that regular practice of like asking yourself that question. Maybe journaling, maybe not. Maybe just, you know, maybe be a partner in your life. Uh, where you have you know coworkers and things like that uh-huh. sharing that that question you know back and forth, and from there it creates this little bit of commonality where you can begin to ask maybe another question of you know why are we doing what we are doing, you know um, what is it about this work that we're doing that we really love? What what was a project? What was what was what was a you know a situation or circumstance that we've had in the last six months that was really really great? Um, what about that was great? um you know um what worked what would we not what didn't work you know um it's really about the the, the taking the, simp- the simplistic and dissecting these situations a little bit more to um to to kind of maybe create the patterns and create the habits and create you know and figure out where those prompts are for yourself right, right. Um, I don't know if that makes sense yes it's kind of, wonderful kind of, are you kidding I'm, I'm me am just talking I'm, I'm just kind of feel like People I'm show right. up mm-hmm.
0: And you welcome them into the flow, mm-hmm. because connection is actually a natural process. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, there's a, there's an aspect of there's an aspect of humanness. Yes, right? it's an that, inherent thing that, that we that we, know that we actually mind. have to you know connect. But then you know the, the, then then I always ask myself, well, what is what does that actually mean, right? right? What does connection actually mean? Right. You know, um, you know a lot a lot of, a lot of times right now, there's a lot of people that will walk around like this, you know, and they just and they don't you know, you, you're right there in front of me, but they can't figure out ways to actually have that eye contact, yes. right? And that, you know, and that's a very troubling process. And then how <laughs> yes. do we start that, start that dialogue or start that practice of beginning to say, it's okay to look at people in the eyes. It's okay mm-hmm. to say hello to people. It's okay to, you know, acknowledge them, right? Um, I think that people have kind of forgotten that a little bit, um, and that's, you know, that's also the, it's kind of the, I mean, this all sounds very, uh, um, uh, I don't know what the word, that word's not coming to me, but you know, it, uh, yeah.
0: It's simple. Yeah. Getting back to simple. So, um, so you're having the ascent mm-hmm. this summer mm-hmm. and this will be you and your wife are climbing. No, my,
1: Yeah, no, my, my, my wife, um, would, would, uh, has, has done this experience and she is going to support us okay. in the process. So ahead of, ahead of the, the head of the actual hike, we'll do a, a six week challenge. Oh, um, I see. and so she will be supporting us, uh, on the, on the six week challenge. And that six week challenge is about creating regular habits, um, in your world that enable, um, that enable that ability to ascend, right. To move forward, mm-hmm. to get out of that idea of being stuck. Um, or you know, or or to get some traction on some things, and so she'll support us there. Uh, a colleague of mine, a, fr- a really close friend of mine, um, Anna, you know, will be my one of my um, hiking partners, so hiking to speak, guides, leaders yeah. uh, on that on that on that actual event day. So
0: it's culminating. So the fourteener will literally be correct. Look what we've done, yes. and then it's climbing down the mountain. <laughs> correct. <laughs> so let's talk about this yeah. because this is. I always find this with hiking <laughs> and with climbing, especially a 14er. Mm-hmm. It's life. Yeah. You've got all these metaphors, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so with life and with climbing down the mountain, what advice would you give as a guide, life guide and literally trail guide for climbing down once you've had this ah, mountain top experience? How can one effectively come down?
1: Mm. Slowly. <laughs> Very very, very slowly. Um, sure. And, you know, and, and, and we, and even, in a, and this is the, the, like, you're right, the, the goal of actually any hike, climb, ask any mountaineer, you know, is to get home safe. It's not actually to summit the mountain, um, because that's only halfway through the actual journey. Um, the 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 the, bat, the 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 hike back to the car is more just as complicated as the as the hike to the summit, and so you know the the getting the getting back is actually um, it's a lot lighter it's a lot easier. Um, you want to try to run through it you want to try to sprint back to the car yes um, but unfortunately or fortunately depending on how you look at it your body doesn't necessarily want you to run down a mountain mm. um, it's rather painful. <laughs> Your knees sure. are a little sore at that point, point. And, um, yeah. and so you know, so so that's that idea of slowing down, right, um, to get to the to the area that you, to getting back to the car. Um, there's so many metaphors and in all, in, in a lot of this, But but th- that's why I just love this idea of, of, the, of not only the fourteener hike, but of hiking in general, right? You know, the any hike is meant, any journey. Um, Is meant to uh, like the goal isn't just getting to the end. Yeah you know, It's, 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 it's you part it. of that contrast yeah. Yeah.
0: the ascent and yeah. the descent yeah. Yeah. and I have found in working with people whether it be through coaching or life design or even just conversationally um, Everybody's searching for the high. We all love mm-hmm. the high. We love the Ascent well, we might not love the ascent, but we certainly love the view <laughs> once we are there Yeah, absolutely And, um, and it's, it's hard to want to come back down. Mm -hmm. And we were having this conversation before we started filming here that, um, to me though, that is the mastery Mm -hmm. when we can say, yes, this is, you know, great endorphins up here. I'm loving the high. Um, and I call that a lot in the awakening experience when we have like, when we, when we realize who we are Mm -hmm. and what we can do as humans, we have those moments of, Pure potential, where we're like, oh, I get it. I see. I can't believe it. The scales have fallen. But then it's like, how do we go back down? And I, I distinctly remember this moment when I've never climbed a 14er, but in my mind, in my imagination of it, um, when I reached this point in my life where I thought, oh, I get it. I see the light. I know what I'm gonna do. Thank God I got through that part because my ascent in this particular, it was like a big one. You know, you have like the baby ascents and then you have the big one. Mm-hmm. And that was when I left corporate and I and I had gone through the first two years of my business and there was this, this level of this things had culminated. And then I looked back and I thought, oh, it's thank God that's behind me. And then I got to the top and I saw peak after peak mm-hmm. after peak after peak ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And I really, real, I realized I'd have to go back down into the valley and do it all over again. Yeah. And it was a bit maddening for me because there was resistance there where I thought, hell no, I'm done with this. I just want to go back to this simple life and not have to be, when you say, you know, challenge of action. I'm done with this. I'm just going back to sleep. And, um... And yet I'd never be satisfied Mm -hmm. with that, truly, right? Mm -hmm. We'd never be satisfied if we just went back to indifference. Mm -hmm. But living a life of passion is peak to peak to peak with valleys in between. Mm -hmm. Especially when you have a life purpose with kids Mm -hmm. and home and family. Absolutely. That, to me, is my greatest art. It's my greatest magic is Mm -hmm. how do I have this Home life and nurture who I am as a mom and as a wife and as a creator, as an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, that's.
1: Yeah, and and, and for me, it's an exercise in amazing time management, right? Of like. You just get real practical. You really got to get practical and really super intentional about what gets on the counter and what doesn't, right? What
0: is your favorite practice for time management? Everybody's got some of their own. Use it. No, but the cha- here's...
1: The challenge of action, right? It's like, you know, the, the, the idea of, um, you know, if, for me, I know if it's not on the calendar, it doesn't happen. Yes. And so, and that includes everything from the meetings that I go to, to the to the clients that I work with, to the... To the, to the daily practices that I have, right? If it's not on the calendar, um, I won't remember. I won't, I won't have that prompt to remind myself. It's that, a prompt. that's there, right? And so the, the challenge really is using the calendar. And we want to create more around like the coloring of the categories. Sure, what color like, should my work and, be though, Nick? Okay.
0: <laughs> what do you say, what color should my work, what color should my home, that's what I want to know. The grid.
1: Uh, what feels good to you? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, and you know, if that works for you, cool. You know, um, uh, but the and at the same time the uh, the yeah just using the calendar is, is really hard. You know, and, and that's been a very interesting exercise lately where I've been able had to say no to things because I just don't have the time slot for it. Yes. I think that many you know um, many um, entrepreneurs uh, can have, um, especially conscious entrepreneurs or uh, or social entrepreneurs, impact entrepreneurs, whatever, have a huge heart. And this yeah. idea and they want to say yes to everything and then you know the, then they look for the hack or the tip or the thing to get them to the place of where they want to go and really just like an To make them. shortcuts
0: to their choices yeah <laughs> and,
1: it's, is this real? And, and there's totally an, an exercise of figuring out what works for you and what doesn't right yeah. um, but giving yourself the opportunity and the space to actually play with that to say okay this really doesn't work like I tried this journal for six weeks didn't like it okay cool Sometimes you know, I I I'm, I might get really. I, before I'd be, be like, no, I spent thirty dollars on this journal, so this right. is going to be the best damn six yeah. Weeks I'm making of my life. this work. and it's like no. Three weeks in, I'm like, this doesn't work, and then I go and find another one, and that works really great, right? Yeah. Um, but but it's but it's never going to be um, it's ne- I don't think for me, it's not a matter of finding that perfect process because with the kids and with all the other stuff, the the amount of uncertainty that I that I that I go with the dynamicness of yeah. of, of life is isn't ever expanding and changing. Yeah. And so I, I have, so, you know, the only thing that is consistent for me is my calendar. And so that's kind of the way that, that I mm. manage that. But I've come to that knowing over the over being beaten over the head multiple times of like, huh, it's not in the calendar.
0: Sorry. Doesn't happen. It's non, it's yeah. invisible. Yeah. <laughs> that appointment is invisible.
1: <laughs> it's a good it's a good idea.
0: <laughs> yeah. I like but the I'd, idea. But
1: I'd like but I'd like to, you know, do something with that.
0: Do you think it's possible to plan for all?
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I mean necessary. That, that,
1: I mean, it's absolutely necessary, you know, because the how how are you going to take on that valley, right? Mm-hmm. That 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 human experience of saying, "Oh shit, I got to get back to the car," yeah. or "Oh, you what do you mean? I got to go down." The, what, I got to go down to the valley or what do you mean I got to go to the grocery store to get the groceries like now they've made it so we can just order them online and we can just pick them up like yeah. th- th- there's, all, there's all of this kind of you know uh, dynamicness that kind of happens um, but the, the, for me the, the, that control of what that intentionality is of my words and my actions is really what I kind of go back to. And then that's how I bring about that, that feeling of reverence, that feeling of, of, that feeling of reverence, especially mixed with fear or wonder. right? Mm-hmm. And you know, how do I stay attached to or knowing that I'm going to bring about that, that idea of awe more often? And, and, it, and it just because it feels good, I'm naturally kind of drawn to it more. Um, and and, and I've no, just kind of figured that out, and so um, but just think about it, you know the things when you when you when you have your regular practice of gratitude or when yeah. you do something fun with the kids uh, or your husband um or you you know or, or do, you want to naturally go more towards that, so why wouldn't you look to figure out ways to create that as a as a well, to, to duplicate that yeah create, create that, feeling that feeling yeah, and yeah.
0: intend for that feeling, especially yeah. now that it 's summertime, yeah because I mean. So, we're, we are recording this uh, the day after Memorial Day, mm-hmm. um, which means summer is here. I mean, my kids have a few days left of school, and but I'm getting on an airplane and going to the ocean on Friday, mm-hmm. and all I want to do is play. Mm-hmm. Like, all I want to... I just... I opened up my calendar yesterday to plan for the week, and I just was like, P-L-A-Y, P mm-hmm. on Tuesday, L on Wednesday, A-I... Like, it... Everything else just does not matter. And mm. I felt real mischievous about it and real kind of mm. rebellious about it. Mm. Like, ah. And I think, um, you know, it's all, it's life. There's seasons of this. But planning for awe and planning, it, what it does to the human body, what it does when we can reset is incredible. And it's needed when we're. It's
1: required. It's like essential. Yes, it you is know, required. You, 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 the, the more and more that I get away from these practices, because we all do. Yeah. You know, um, you know. last night my son got up in the middle of the night three times. Oh, so it's I'm like, sorry. okay, so today I re- I, I, do I really want to get. <laughs> you don't, you, you don't, know,
0: know, there's no bats under you your do, eyes. No, I'm my, my,
1: actually, in this situation, my wife, you know, was, was on duty for that. But the night before, my daughter got up in the middle of the night. Why and do so kids do that? I, Stay in because, bed. because they want us to experience <laughs> this opportunity for awe, both the good. And the not so good, yeah, right? right? You know, and so they, and, 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 and they are our teachers in, in an essence. They want to remind of us of like this is reality. This is the way things are. So did I feel amazing about getting up on Sunday to do my practices and like my reading and stuff?
0: No. Yes.
1: You know, um, but uh, but I you know I was able to get up today. You know, I, I, just to be able to do that. You know, because I, because it is something that's important to me. It's part of my play. Um, because I know that when I don't do that, um, it just makes for a more challenging. Um, experience more challenging day
0: so you talked about hiking a little bit
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, what else are you really into right now that 's lighting you up mm. for your awe for your play
1: yeah so the the um oh. d- d- earlier the, like, earlier this this year, I had the opportunity to to work on a, a mentoring program for a group of uh, of women technologists
0: mm-hmm. okay
1: um, and so the the idea of beginning to craft what it would be like for three hours of time for a group of people to come together and have a connection moment, to be able to get answers, to get practical tools, you know, to, to fill this like three hours with like the most value, to use that word, sure. um, that we could possibly get. Um, they're there, they're showing they're, 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 up, they're, they're there. ready they, to, they, receive. They're here to They're here, they're ready to actually do it. And so to be able to, to create a, a, an experience um, with questions, um, with a handful of questions, um, and a little bit of training you know for the for some mentors, um, that was really great you know to 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 be an advocate for possibility to kind of come back to that for what mm-hmm. that means so creating those experiences where um, you know where I can go about being in in a room of people um, that are trying to get to their own summit to trying to get to their own whatever that is, and they 're sitting there wondering like oh, but I think that I need this I need this calendaring tool in order for me to do this Mm -hmm. you may like I think that that's the end like that's that's part of the tactical process but there's also the big why part of
0: course and
1: so but then there's the why and then there's the what are the aspects of of that why what brings that purpose alive what you know what are the situations circumstances stories in my life that have brought that Mm. alive um, so I really love geeking out on the on the how can we create those experiences? How can we prompt for those? How can we all be advocates for possibility for ourselves? You know, in a non-fluffy woo-woo you know type of way, right? Sure. You know, there's there's a lot of a lot of science in you know positive psychology, neuroscience, a um, variety of different areas now that are that are beginning to bring all this stuff into the world. I'm not an expert in those things, but I enjoy reading about them and then figuring out ways to bring that. Into the practical, yeah. Um, for for people that I come in contact with, for organizations that I work with, um, all that stuff. You
0: are a real catalyst for that process. Yeah. What is it about the power of the question, or the power
1: of the mm. prompt? Well, it's a it, 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 it For me, I think it creates the it creates a lens mm. upon the way in which you're you're going to experience the next thing, right? Mm. So if if you know if if any. Um, if at anything, you know the high five cards, for example. If I, you know, whenever I say to you that I appreciate you, or even if, even just doing this like we did earlier, right? Mm-hmm. That is like it it it, it uplifts you, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and so it creates a you know a new a new perspective, a new lens on the way that you're looking at things. And so I think questions are the powerful tool for that, you know, um, and looking at your situations, circumstances from that lens of of the question, you know, the question of how, you know, like for example, if you want to ask yourself, why did this go wrong? That's a very interesting lens uh-huh. to look at to look at it sure. right because you're cause you're presupposing or you're assuming that it's all bad, yeah. right, or you could say what was what was good about this so you know? is
0: there a nomenclature or is there are there words to use that are like that produce really great outcomes mm. so you just said, why did this go wrong versus why? This is a contrast again, right? Yep. Why did this go wrong? Half full, half empty kind of thing. Yep. Are there words that you that people could create in a practice of questions? Mm-hmm. Um, people are always looking for, for journaling yeah. uh, tools, right? Yep. In the morning, I do morning pages mm-hmm. as part of my practice. Sometimes I just get nothing going on. I mean, I might remember some dreams and jot down some, but most lately, because of the way my life has been, mm-hmm. it's like, I need to do this today and I need to do this today. Yeah. It's very much in a production you know, space. But the questions, if I could ask myself questions every day mm-hmm. to open myself to the underlying layers mm-hmm. of things, are there really great words to use yeah. instead of others?
1: I, well, I look at it from a, from, a, from a perspective of how are the words that I'm using positive and purposeful?
0: Positive and purposeful, and purposeful
1: right? Mm. And so, are they af- affirmative? So, are do they really feel able- good in they- other directional. Correct, correct. You know, do, do they do they move me in a direct? Like, you know, how is what, what, what went wrong today? Like, that's not very. Maybe purposeful to get to a root cause of something, uh-huh. um, but then you know how did how what about that was good and how could I use that to create something better for myself? Mm. You know, you can see that I'm, I'm 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 asking myself something that that'll that'll maybe put my the lens by which I look at something on there. So as far as words go, you know, um, what what brings me alive? Mm. What makes me feel good?
0: What makes me feel alive? How, what
1: about this is great? How, how can I how can I acknowledge myself? For the for what came about today, you know, what do I want to create today that that, 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 that has an impact? You know, mm. um, but using those more you know that more positive and purposeful language, um, as opposed to um, something that's going to look at what's wrong or what's not working, um, that ha- that helps us to keep that you know eye on the eye on the. Yeah, because it's go.
0: inevitable that. There's funk there's just always funk it's just it's kind of there with it's, us it, right yeah it, it's running it, it's, alongside it, yeah. the feeling good
1: yeah
0: and so and using intention mm-hmm. again to feel out the both of those
1: yeah yeah and and, and knowing what actually um, over time what feels good to you right mm-hmm. um, and um, but yeah gratitude appreciation um, acknowledgement Um Asking myself, you know, what's good about this, you know. What would um, Helen do? Yeah, what, what, <laughs> what, what would my grandma, you know, what would my grandma say about it? You know, li, li, for me, the, you know, I listened to that song. You know, "Put a Smile on Your Face," song in heart, the song we wrote for our for our family. I listen to that. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily a question, but it definitely puts a lens on my on prompt. my on my practice to say, okay, cool. Like, this is really what matters. This is really the direction that I want to go today. Mm-hmm. You know. Um... The um,
0: yeah. Mm. So I want to ask you another question, which uh, might move in a different direction, but mm-hmm. I think some listening, some watching, might be in this place mm-hmm. where they work with their spouse mm-hmm. or their partner, mm-hmm. either creatively. I mean, even just creating a home, yeah, totally. but specifically on in the container of business. Yeah. Do you have any advice for people who are Getting ready to start a business, or already are currently operating a business with their partner.
1: Yeah, the um, and so my wife and I have worked together on and off um, from part time to full time for the last five or six years, and we're and we are always figuring out new ways because with the kids. It, we're always we're always expanding into something new and different all the time. Never the same person. It's never the same. Now, at our core, you know, I'm always this type of person. Monica's this, always this type of person. And just kind of having an understanding of what that is. You know, an example, we used a tool called the Enanagram recently. uh uh-huh, um, sure. That helped us to get a perspective on it. And there are hundreds of, you know... Uh, psychographic tests and other things that you can do but just you know, love languages is another great one that we've used yes. right um, to just bring Especially in for couples totally to bring into our awareness of like what is it our like love languages is preferences right uh, so what is how do we prefer to be in relationship you know um, you know for myself uh, my wife is of words words of affirmation uh, I'm physical touch and so mm-hmm. we just have to. Well, we're always navigating that. So are couples
0: it, ever the same thing? Uh, Does it ever work uh, out? No, that because, way? That,
1: because 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 <laughs> that, that's why you're together. If you were the same, it would get really boring. Oh, it'd be uh, so much
0: easier uh, then. No. Yeah, no, it be, be easy. but no fun. Yeah, it would be,
1: right. no, I I think that that's the I think that's what brings about the dynamic in our relationship. Is that you know is is that that we're we're very different people. Right. Sure. Um, and then we get to honor and appreciate what it is it about them that, that's good. So to your question at work, how does this apply to work? Okay, great. Well, you know, we my wife and I have things that are called committees. We have things that we are we we we, that we may or may not enjoy doing, but we essentially have taken responsibility for. Right. Okay. And then we between check,
0: just the two of you between the two of us. You know, so so there's tasks so that, there's need to task happen. that
1: needs to happen. You know, like you know an example is that Monica um, loves um, the opportunity to uh, you know she. Um, let's see. The doorbell just rang, so I now, know. We have now to I'm pause. really, really excited. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let this be like a little moment, you know, where, I'm, where the I'm dog's gonna, about to jump where on the where couch. I'm gonna take a breath, and, you know. um, Pause
0: for a commercial. Pause
1: for a commercial. Um,
0: they're, gonna, they're just gonna run in and be crazy for a minute. Hello, puppies. Hi. Hi. We're gonna be really calm.
1: Really let calm. You guys, settle down. Really calm. Really calm.
0: Thank you, Stephen. Of course.
1: <laughs> so right. how does this so how does this apply to the work to, to like working together right yeah. it's that it's that ability to have that awareness about each other and the courage to like discover what it is that, oh i that love that like, word right courage
0: like, to discover what you like yeah
1: so like so courage to
0: discover your differences totally work that can be frightening in a partnership a,
1: a, absolutely so it's that that awe is that mixed feeling of wonder and fear right uh-huh. and so how do we bring in that how do we have practices or prompts or rituals or uh, or being inquisitive and curious about who we are and what we like, right? and it doesn't have to be permanent. it can change, just like with the you know I was sharing about committees, like you know we tend to sh- you know have uh, shifting in our committees since we operate as a couple. And so you does, have a skill
0: set, she has a skill set. she'll take on the committee. Yeah. That she might, because she's like a PM, right? That's yeah. kind of her hat. Yeah, so she, she
1: can... you know, she she loves that. She loves to be able to to take on those those. those um, she's really good at uh, at marketing and strategy. Okay? Mm-hmm. so she likes to write. She likes the word. She likes all of those. You know, the, some of the, some of those details. Um, and so th- that's a, really her committee. You know, um, I may not be great with words. Um, but I, but I love to be in conversation with people and I love to talk and I love to, 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 to pitch and catch with folks and talk about like what's working, what's not working, you know, what's specific to them. And so we have these different, uh, we brought into our awareness in our, in our life together over eight years, um, the, the intentional practice of discovering this stuff about ourselves. Hmm. Right. Um, and then figuring out ways to just be with that, um, as, Damn hard as that is. I mean, it's hard <laughs> to you know, be
0: with that. To yes, to that's just good... be, You know,
1: to just be with you know, with knowing that these are some of our preferences. This is who we are innately. Um, knowing when, knowing which win is what. You know, like,
0: when you met your wife, did you know you wanted to work with her?
1: I know going, I wanted oh, to be with her. Yeah. So I mean, that was number one. Like you know, the, the minute that I saw her, I knew that we were going to be married. And you know, I, I can still remember her walking down the street. You know, on our first date, as we as we you know as we. uh Um, as we started dating and you know, I knew that that was going to happen. Right. And then, but then, you know, we, and quite frankly, in our life now, um, it's hard. It's, 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 it is, you know, with two kids with her, you know, her primary, you know, source of work is full time. And so this, right. so this and yours was too till recently. Yeah, til, yeah. I've been, I've been on the center for awesomeness full time doing this, um, uh, for about a year and a half. Wow. And so, um, and I'm, and I took a two year break from entrepreneurship, went and worked for, for a company, um, and then just came back to it. Right. And so th- it's, it's, It's always that ups and downs flowing, you know, with that uh, that process. Wow,
0: the dogs just came in from. Guys, (laughs) they're very guys. I think (laughs) they're very. They need hydration. Okay, they got some water. Hello, puppies. Um, Nick, this has been Mm. absolutely fascinating. I want to. Close and make sure that I ask you. We talked about your red heart. We talked about your definition of awe, which I think is wonderful because I work in that realm as well, Mm -hmm. Um, um, just in a a bit of a different way. Mm -hmm. Um, But tell me what you would say to this question. What do you think is the most beautiful thing about humanity Mm. right now? Hmm.
1: I think that the um, being in technology for as long as i 've been um, i've been in technology for the last ten years mm-hmm. uh, you could you know you could say that the last ten years have been the most um, innovative time for technology uh, in, in the world um, you know with the introduction of social networks uh, with the introduction sense. of the of having a smartphone um, with the ability of having all of these tools right and What's really fascinating right now is we're in this place of I think people are discovering that these things are just tools, mm. and they're beginning to reconnect back and ask themselves questions about what's really important to me, why does this matter to me, what can what can I do? You know, um, I was thinking about something very simply recently where you know the ability to share photos with my family or have a have a video conference. My family lives in Ohio. We live here. That didn't that wasn't enough existence ten years. You'll go. Sure. Right? And so it's fascinating on how we have, you know, we've, we've, we've come together in some capacities, but we've drifted apart. Mm. So I think that there's this exciting time of, like, what does that mean for, for all of us as individuals? How are we going to spark that awe within ourselves now that we know that we have all these tools? in yes. the last 10 years we've been figuring out how to use the damn tools yes. right and so now that we're coming into some a little bit of awareness I say we and I speak generality I hate doing that a lot but you know I think that you can see that a lot of people are seeing this Well, you process. can say we
0: because there's yeah. very few people who are not engaging in yeah. these tools now
1: yeah. and now that they have a comfort level with them now that there's a little bit more certainty wrapped around it now they're beginning I think that, you know with uh, you know people are asking questions about privacy lately people are asking about like where's my what, like what's a like what do people know about me what do they not know and those are really great questions, you know, More to start to sit questions. with, um, and to say, okay, what do I want to participate in? What do I not want to participate in? What feels good? What doesn't? Um, you know, what can I? What do I want to create for myself? What do I want to put on my calendar? Um, what summits? What ascents do I want to? Do I want to participate in? Mm-hmm. Um, how am I going to handle this valley that I have to go through to get to the next mm-hmm. summit? You know, all those types of questions. Um, instead of letting tools run our life, you know, and having that. Thing in front of our face all the time how can we leverage that to then create this world yeah, that that's that's
0: the power that we have now the power right. to choose because the potential is so great for both mm-hmm. ends again that contrast totally there are the people who would say it's the world is going to hell because the kids are not you know these generations they're on their screens they're they're learning disconnect mm-hmm. and isolation they don't know how to look people in the eye and then you can see the other side of that that says the potential has never been greater for connection,
1: and it is an and because band. because 20 years ago they were saying, well, what what are those kids going to do with that music, or what are those kids, are they, what do you mean they have they can go out and you know like there was there's always this interesting dynamic. There's always like, the older generation uh, looking newer, at the younger. There's always that generational stuff you know happening, but are you um, are we as 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 humans creating, you know, as, as individuals and family members, entrepreneurs, dads, moms, are we creating those experiences for and, where the kids mm-hmm. can have that educational experience on the, on the iPad, you know, or on mm-hmm. the tablet, mm-hmm. right? And they can also learn how to go and have fun with their friends in in real life with play, right? You know, yes. how do we construct both of those situations and circumstances um, and, and, get, and allow them to have that type of um, capability
0: it sounds like from what you've been sharing today, the way to do that is through intention
1: mm-hmm.
0: that 's how you do it that 's how you hang with Surprise. the <laughs> it's intention yeah. it's and we know all the ways, especially if you have kids or yeah. if you have a business, yeah. you know how to be with that and how to yeah. be with both sides yeah powerful stuff I need a five five you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That was a hearty high five. That was a good one. That's that was good. like a. I need to like be ready for that. Okay, now a slow mo one. For those of you watching, you can see the lights, the fireworks in between, like.
1: And I'm sure there'll be something in post though. That'll, that'll make. Steven, that'll, we got to add that. That'll make a slow mo. To add some,
0: some special effects to that. Nick, thank you so much for being on thank Magic you. Carpet Life today. I was um, inspired by everything that you said about questions about intentionality about your own journey and just how you've pursued your mm. curiosity and you've gone you're not afraid to go into the unknown and be with that and mm. and it's incredibly inspiring for those of you listening for those of you watching please share mm. in the comments below what inspired you are you currently in a business formation or running a business with a partner. Do you have any questions for Nick that Mm -hmm. you want to ask? Post them in the comments below, or you can fly on over to magiccarpetlife.com and join the conversation there. If you loved what you heard today, make sure that you subscribe, listen, rate, review, hang out with me. I'm here every week uh, on the podcast and on YouTube. So hang around. It is my pleasure to be here, and I will see you next week on Magic Carpet Life. Bye bye. I'm Tiffany Josephs, and you've been listening to Magic Carpet Life, the podcast. For the visual version of this, head over to magiccarpetlife.com forward slash the show, and then follow me socially on Instagram and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Thanks for tuning in and join me next week for another magic carpet ride.